0: When my first escrow office uh, win, and she called me for two hundred and fifty dollars. Right, tiny. I split that, and I called up one of my smart to
1: "If someone knows what they want, and they know that you have it, then what's left to agree on? When can you come? That's the question I'm wondering. Let's talk about notary. I'll give an example of what that looks like in the notary."
2: fascinating from the international best-selling author tiger Toledo the rise of the smart
1: notary the notary business will never be the same again this book is designed and engineered to help notaries cash flow their business and as a number one new release on
2: Amazon and hit it the top five bestsellers list this is the perfect gift for this holiday season buy one now for yourself and a fellow notary public available now on Amazon grab your copy today and if this book doesn't make you money, you can block us.
1: If you're feeling the vibe, join
0: the Tried and subscribe. That was good.
1: Okay, <laughs> go. Get out of here. <laughs> we do. We got the <laughs> thing here. Did, got... you, did you ever think that, like, when you started this whole movement with the notary industry, it would get as big as it did? You know, I hope
2: so. Because I knew that we we needed low barriers of entry businesses that we could start that could help us leave the fucking full-time workforce. And I said, if we could keep it simple enough, keep it flashy enough, we could do something here. Because even now to this day, people still Oh, what the fuck we do, Tiger?
1: Facts. Facts. In
2: 2021, so um, I had a feeling, and once I saw a few uh, of you guys get hot, I was like, okay, this thing is gonna live. This thing is gonna live, and we're gonna keep it lit and pour some honey for your boy.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Hey, you, I, you know, I did the Notary War Room with Don. Oh boy, Donald Gadson. Donald, he was
2: like yesterday. That's my man, man. You know, yeah, you know, I man. love
1: Donald, man. We were just saying, you know, we were giving you what up, Tech? Your flowers and, and and you know, just giving you a shout out and saying how you are the godfather and OG. Like seeing a brother, another brother, do what you're doing was mesmerizing to us because we never knew about this industry. Mm. So to hear you deliver the way you delivered and you didn't have no filter, no cap. It was like, yo, this is what it is. Y'all want to get down with this business or what? I I'm with you. It. And for me, you you changed, you changed so much because I, I'll tell you exactly how what happened, man. I was, um, and for everybody that's tuning in, you guys are tuning into like the pre-show, prelude. Like you get to talk to Oprah Winfrey and shit in the beginning, right? <laughs> but i was i remember driving the truck man i came from iowa and it was the morning it was like early morning mm-hmm. and i discovered a video that said you are the five people closest to you right mm-hmm. and i went i started calling people and i say hey can you help me get out of this situation i want to get out of being a truck driver can you help me and out of the five phone calls that i made none of them were able to help me wow that's so talent. I was like man i i am in I'm in a bad place mm. right so I really took your course and I was like this i I don't know him he doesn't know me this is like my only way out mm. and I studied the course I studied your course I studied the notary business school so intently I like lived in there right i I, I set up my futon and shit. <laughs> Because I'm in the truck for like 15 hours, right? Mm -hmm. So there's nothing, you know, I could either watch YouTube videos and see some ratchet shit, or I can learn this thing. And then when I finally had a chance to break out of it, it it was like, here I am today. So (laughs) thank you so much, dude. You are the only one that rescued me out of a, a... it's a, a dead-end job, man.
2: Mm, well, I appreciate it, man. And uh, it's an honor to see you grow, see what you you built with the war room and, and the signing agency and the courses, man. Uh, it's just a proud, very fulfilling. And uh, people oftentimes look for happiness. Happiness is cool, right? But it's fleeting. Yeah. Personal fulfillments last longer than happiness. Mm. and uh seeing what you created and our crew created it uh it gives my life a lot of purpose it gives my life a lot of purpose and and it showed that crazy pays off Mm. because when I started this uh, I, I don't know if you guys know this people laughed at my business people laughed at what I did all the time woman. who oh, I was talking about what I was doing. Oh, like, oh, you're like, a yeah. Um, uh, So that's tough. Yeah. Entrepreneurship wasn't as sexy, Tiger and the gang. Yo, Tech, what up? Tech, what, what up, up baby? <laughs> Even it's seven, awkward. eight, ten years ago, it wasn't that sexy for our people. Yeah. So now to where entrepreneurship is is a general conversation amongst our people nowadays that to the point where if you are not talking about retirement a business some passive income e-com real estate like you're kind of whack now yeah so, so 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 to see where we are as the people um I'm loving it too I'm loving it man
1: you know it, it it's so amazing because um when, when we were doing a notary war room with Donald Gatson, uh, yesterday, Donald, he was was talking about how he was so happy to be part of this movement. Right. Mm. This, this, this this black wealth Renaissance movement that's going on right now. And it, it it's, it's amazing because you, you, you're, mm-hmm. you're the, you're the, again, you're leading and, and shout out to, um, man, his name fleets me right now. The one that put you on the game, right? Yo. Ricky Simon. Ricky, Ricky Savage, man, Shout salute out salute Ricky. to Ricky, man. You know, salute I had a to chance Ricky. to meet Ricky on your five year anniversary and mm-hmm. he put you on the game. You took the ball and ran with it on, the, on, on a the mm-hmm. relay race. Right. And it took it to a whole nother level where he didn't even imagine it would be that big?
2: I don't think he did. I don't think he did because a lot of people... um, uh, Sorry. Because a lot of people who he told about it didn't act on it. I was one of the few. I was one of the few who acted on what he was teaching. So for him, it was kind of like... Wow, like someone really followed through with this thing. Yeah. Somebody really followed through. And I followed through and I ran, Tiger. I fucking I ran know. with this shit because I just I just didn't see it, man. I, Dude, I was making $100 a day. Literally $100 a day. Doing very noble work. Very noble work. Working with special needs kids.
1: Right, you was in the
2: school but system. I was in the school system, same old school system that I went to. Mm-hmm. And I was—I always knew there was a better way for me to make more money. And when I saw, her, I have a friend. He calls me Mister Practical,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Because because if it just makes sense, I just go with it. If I can't understand it, it's too—I don't do complicated shit.
1: Mm. It,
2: it makes my head hurt. It, it just makes my head hurt. I've just gotten good at mastering simplicity and simple stuff. So when Ricky told, because he had told a, a, a numerous people about it, but I was the first one, I think, damn. And I'm, I'm 39 next month, T. Uh, I was 23. <laughs> I was 23, T. Right. And 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 he was impressed that I was the first one that ran with it. Um, and it made his life easier, too, because he was able to dish me some work and, keep some accounts and and um, and leverage some of that middleman money so to so see where we are now all these years later all these how, how many people do you think that we've taught over the past five
1: years you, you so? alone have, have <coughs> <laughs> you alone <laughs> probably changed at least two to three thousand people minimum two to three thousand because just off of the the connection of one person to another yeah i I talk i talk to people like every day and they're like everywhere it doesn't matter what state they're coming from bro i kid you not you are international for sure uh people like andre hatchet this andre hatchet that andre and i want to say thank you because you did something that was that completely changed the trajectory of what i was doing you allowed me to teach a class on your platform. Mm-hmm. I did not realize the magnitude of like the, the reach and the powerful impact you had on people until I taught a class. And then I started getting phone calls from people saying, hey, I saw you on Andre Hatchett's teaching a class. I went, oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> 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 like he was like, yeah, I just saw it. It's the one that you did in Iowa. I was like, I did like like two and a half years ago, dude. Like hey, it just good content lives on. It was amazing, bro. So like, whenever I have the chance to like teach on a notary business school, dude, I am on like five of these joints right here. I'm like all <laughs> the way to fuck up, right?
2: No. I... I <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate it. And I appreciate you still teaching, even though you have your own platform. I appreciate you still coming back and showing love uh, to the old homie and the crew. So I, I appreciate oh, you. Oh, nah, no,
1: man. We, we, we cling now, man. <laughs> and, you know, and, and a lot of people don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you had you had partnered up in a business which was called Buy Black NYC. Yeah.
0: That's when I
1: first heard about you, bro. My, wow. my homie's in Brooklyn was telling me about you.
2: That was 13, 14, dude. 2013 mm. or so. Shit, yeah. And
1: those are street niggas, so. <laughs> street niggas, fuck with me. <laughs> street niggas, I mean, they were, I was like, hold up, buy block NYC? I mean, like, they was going hard for your, for your yeah, company, right?
2: Yeah. That's
1: how I first got when, this was way before the notary signed like mm-hmm. years before the notary side and i was like yo have you heard about this by black nyc it was like yo this is the movement out here this is the movement out here the next thing i know i wind up getting the black wolf um the black wolf boot camp with dr boys Watkins shout out to the yep. boys shout Watkins. out the boys and he introduced you and i'm mm-hmm. like hmm okay notary i never heard about that this this seems like a one of those unicorn type of businesses. Let me look into it, and I just kept seeing you pop up all of these different places. Your your game, you know, your marketing game is sick. Bam!
2: I will. Thank you for that. I was going stupid, dumb ham for like, like three, four years where if you are black and on the web, you had to see me. Right. I was on everyone's podcast. I was interviewing people. I was doing. Here's what I was doing that a lot, a lot, a lot of people don't do, T. I was doing mm. a lot of free work mm. that I could have gotten paid for. I was just doing it just to show up.
1: Yeah. Here's a, here's, a, here's a tidbit that a lot of people don't know Your notary business school used to be the black notary business school. It did. <laughs> You went hard, you was going so hard in the paint with the like, hey, look, I'm building this academy for Black people. Like, you put it in the name and everything. Oh, oh
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to give us an advantage. I want to give us an advantage. So I, I in my general conversations in life, I talk like I'm talking to Black people. And, and most of them, I talk like I'm talking to Black men. Because I feel that there's so much other nonsense being taught, told, so much nonsense being told to us directly. I need to be as direct as I can to our people about the positive shit.
1: Indeed. Facts. You did something like, dude, your evolution is like, like they, like that old saying goes, success leaves clues, right? It does. And, You know, I, I am like, you know, I, I have no shame in saying it. Like you're, you're my mentor, my sensei, like I, I follow <laughs> I what you do it. because, um, because you, you, that you were hitter, you were hitter at the end of the day. So one of the things I remember was you had did a live show. You had did a live, uh, uh, class and there was a guy that was like, Hey, um, I guess he was asking about why were you changing your name to the notary business school and removing the word black, right? And you was like, hey, look, man, trust me, there ain't nobody more black than me. (laughs) (laughs) That was years ago. You said, dude, I swear, because it was it was life-changing. Because he was like, I can name all my business black this, black that, black that, but it's all about the effort and what I put behind it. And it, it resonated with me because it was like, you can play the whole black role, but once people see your delivery and they see your content, they know like this guy's making content for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's intentional. That's damn, I, How did you even, how do you remember this stuff,
1: dude? I I I got a <laughs> memory of an elephant, man. <laughs> that's a good one,
2: man. We need so so now it's become more popular. But let me tell you now that I only start to do public work because I wasn't happy with the representation that I saw with our people.
1: Mm. That's
2: the only reason I started to do public work, I was, and I just didn't want to call out, I don't like calling out other people if I'm not calling out myself, so I just started to do some YouTube, started to do some Facebook, just continuing to get what I considered um, a positive message out there there weren't that many people younger black men especially doing it so i just did it and i might have slowed down a little bit but i don't feel like i stopped mm-hmm. and yeah, here we are yeah,
1: like i said man your marketing game is sick shout In out to
2: you
1: oh. <clears throat> <laughs> you know um hey again this is the the offspring of all of the stuff that you've been doing this is a you know like you're actually looking at something that you inspired that you have. Your work the your body of work has spawned out the notary war room right, mm. it, I was um, who was I talking to. Um, got I, think it, I think it was misguided misguided out there in San Francisco California, okay. I was telling him. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. I was talking to David Billard of, of Black Wolf Renaissance.
2: David, that's my man. Yeah.
1: And I told him, I was like, I am Andre's hitman. I was like, anybody come at Andre? I'm getting at him. Like, like no filter, nothing. Like, I'm that dude. Like, Andre can act professional if he want to. And then out comes Tiger Toledo and shit. This thing is just cursing people out on... On the gram (laughs) he's doing videos showing people grown men in bikinis like he's just completely terrorizing your your very existence because you made me into a made man Mm. right so because you made me into a made man i'm like all right well i'm gonna protect the dude that made me into the made man
2: i appreciate it fam i appreciate it greatly that means a lot
1: so we we got quite a few people on the Notary War Room, so let let's we get right into it. We got my queen in here,
2: Tiger. Um, huh? My lady's in here, Farley. That's my woman. What's up, honey?
1: Who's this? That's my woman. Farley, I, I, is this the um? What what's the nationality? Haitian. Only got one woman, so yeah. That, that's okay, okay. <laughs> se, Farley. Oh. Come on oh, here. Come on oh, here, <laughs> madam. Et vous-même? Ah, moi bien, moi bien. <laughs> Oh, uh, nice. I, I saw the pictures of you guys, so you already know I was throwing the Haitian flag and a bunch of gunshots in the air. <laughs> oh,
0: <man.
1: laughs> I said, "Jamaica, I bet Haitian." Ah, perfect match. <laughs> oh, we switching it up on you there, Andre. I apologize. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> hey, so
2: good. Y'all have your little vibe going. I, I, I
1: <laughs> Just in case people th- didn't think I was a real Haitian, <laughs> I had to. I had to let it be known. Zo pound. So, <laughs> <laughs> Toledo. So let's get right into it. Peace, peace, peace. This is your international sales and marketing hit, man. Your humble hip-hop sales coach, Tiger Toledo, and you already know what it is, man. You rocking with the best. You heard, and you are tuning into the Notary War Room. Today, we have my super, super guest, the season finale, Andre... See, goddamn hatchet, goddamn it! God damn it! Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> money rain on you, baby. May money continue what? to flow into your life in great abundance. May you never see a goddamn drought. May the cocaine flow. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> may, there, may there always be happiness. And fulfillment in your life. I want to give you flowers while you are here, brother. Yes, sir. I, I will you, sir. even give give you plastic flowers so they last longer. God, oh, that's real. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to artificial. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right into it, man. If you don't know who this guy is, if you are on this platform today, the Notary War Room, it has been inspired by this guy. If you have taken any master class, any classes that I've taught, or you follow me on Instagram, it is because of this guy. None of this stuff would have ever, ever taken place if it wasn't for this guy. I want you to guy, I want you guys to understand something. I'm paying homage to the very man that rescued me from the corporate plantation, which I fucking hated. I absolutely hated. After I was driving a truck, I was working at an engineering firm in a damn cubicle. It was it was I was miserable. This guy took the time out to develop an academy which is called the Notary Business School. I took it I took that class in its early inception. Like I probably was like, you know, one of the first 20 that actually bought the the course. And ladies and gentlemen, it changed my life. It changed my life. And today, shit, four years later, I'm able to have this notary war room and all of these other programs and stuff and help other notaries along the way because of this guy. So help me, welcome, give a big round of applause for Mr. Andre C. Hatchet, ladies and gentlemen. For For the ones that don't know who you are, Please tell them who you are.
2: Man, I think I, I can't beat that. i, I just leave now because I can't stop that at you. Thank you, Brother Tiger. Who am I? I'm currently 38, soon to be 39-year-old. Hardcore, pro-Black dude. Hardcore entrepreneur. Uh, and I try to mesh those two together whenever humanly possible. Uh, been since I was a kid, sold lemonade in school. So, I uh, had 11 stands, sold candy in school, had people selling candy for me in school, shovel snow in the winters, um, left the full-time workforce for good through this business
1: mm. uh,
2: 11 years ago. I haven't had a job in 11, going on 12 years from this wow. business. Now, I've done other things: I mean, I, I'm an investor, own some properties, some other cool stuff. But this has been my most consistent business that I've ever had. The day I got, my, I had my stamp in my hand. Tiger mm-hmm. I made forty-seven dollars in twenty minutes, and I was hooked. And that day at work, I made a hundred dollars for that whole day,
1: for a whole shift.
2: A whole six, seven, eight hours, and forty-seven bucks in twenty minutes. Uh, shout out to the notary business.
1: Yes, yeah, I, I, I tell you, like that. The notary business was the business that got me out of the the engineering firm. Um, being able to, like, because it didn't make any sense. I'm making more money for a short amount of time than I was making money, you know, working a whole shift. It it didn't make any sense, any logical sense. So when they messed up my my pay one day, it it was like, great, don't be mad. I'm happy you guys messed up my pay. See you later. I already cleared out my desk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I ain't never looked back since. I was actually happy and relieved that they messed up on my paycheck. Because mm-hmm. it gave me a reason to skip that out of that joint. So um, there we have, we get a lot of newbies that come on here that are just Shout like, the Hey, are there? Is the notary business saturated? What would you say?
2: No, hell no. I get it too, all the damn time. Oh, I'm in California, oh, I'm in St. Louis. I haven't seen anybody, Tiger, in all of the years
1: Mm -hmm.
2: who've applied our knowledge, who haven't made money. Mm. The only people who don't make money are the people who fuck up what we tell them to do. Yes. If if you keep this thing simple enough, don't add all your fancy ass flares. have your flair for your other shit this Mm -hmm. structure it center it start it expand it grow it the only people who don't make money are the people who fuck it up
1: indeed indeed so we have a lot of people that have full-time jobs part-time jobs never experienced the entrepreneurial life before right yeah they, they read about all of this glamour and glitz. Oh my God, you get all of this free time here and you're doing all of this stuff. I'm like all this foo-foo shit that's going on about being an entrepreneur. And then when they actually walk into that space, they're like, hey, <laughs> hey, I've been bamboozled, hoodwinked, this ain't what. <laughs> this is not what the book said. What can you give them as a a crash course on being an entrepreneur, especially in this space that we're in?
2: The best, one of the best things you could do when you start your journey is, is go all in when you start. Mm. The freedom, the, the time freedom will come later once you structure, systematize, and grow it. So, so I'm at the office now, you're at the office now. Uh, if we have a notary job come in via text message or email, there's somebody who we can send it to or we can reply back when we're done, and we'll still get paid when we don't have to do the job, mm-hmm. right? For some people that might happen sooner than later. But if you go all in early on, you'll have that kind of freedom that will come down the line. Where I went wrong, when I left the full time workforce, uh, the first time is, I remember one day sitting down eating ice cream. Uh, I was, I think it was my mom's that day and my sister was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I quit my job, I'm chilling. So that wasn't the right thing to do at 12, at 11 o'clock. It was It was really good too. But that wasn't the right thing to do at the time. I should have gone disgustingly all in on what I was doing. And a lot of people, the, the job is good in a sense because it forces you to work and to focus on time when you're off of the job. A lot of people have too much time freedom and they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to structure the time freedom. So go all in early on all the yeah. fancy stuff that you might see me doing sometimes on Instagram it's gonna come but it might come it's gonna come a little bit later than
1: you think it is indeed um I, I was uh <laughs> I bought this book right on audible uh I'm gonna show it to you so the, uh, the audience don't think i'm I'm bullcrapping on this here. I bought the iceberg slim. Pimp book. Pimp, right? <laughs> and what's interesting about that, and of course, I, I don't endorse any type of pimping or anything no. like that on, on for women, but the the story was absolutely fascinating, absolutely mm. fascinating, right? And one of the main things that I got from that story is that he needed a coach. He needed a coach. He needed someone to guide him into being, you know, this world phenomenon or whatever. But he seeked out coaches. And one of the things that I've seen that a lot of notaries do is that they wing it. What what do you say about that?
2: I once I start to pay for people's intellectual property their time, their information, their courses, whatever, their workshops, my life expanded. There's oh so far free will get you. And the time in which it takes you to get good at the free, you wasted six, eight, six months, eight months, two years figuring out on your own. What's your cheapest course now? What's that? What's your cheapest course?
1: Cheapest course is a one-time payment of 49 and then they get like three courses.
2: Okay. And what's the highest price?
1: Um, 14,000. <laughs>
2: <why they're> <laughs> How many months have you made? Let's just go with $6,000 a month. How many months have, have you made over 6,000 miles a
1: month? Oh, shit. We hitting that now.
2: Bingo. Me paying Tiger. Let's just go in the middle, right? Two grand, three grand, four grand, five grand, whatever. For him to save me those six, eight, 12, a year and a half that it will take me to figure out of my own is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I'm happily doing it. And I'm going to take the information, I'm going to take the information more seriously because I paid for it. Don't try to skimp or cut corners. Go directly to the source. Get what they got. Go make money.
1: Yeah, and that's actually what helped me out, bro. I I kid you not. Because in Illinois, Chicago, it's very easy to get your notary uh, credentials, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you put in a couple of paperwork, send a couple of money orders, boom, you're a notary and shit, but then what?
2: But then what?
1: Then what? You sit like, okay, I got my stamp, I got my journal. What's going on with the phone? My phone's not ringing Mm -hmm. and you're wondering why it's so hard for you to get business. Invest in yourself. <laughs> I can't explain that any better. Inve- take that little bit of money. Yeah, all right. If things are tight, shit, nigga. You- Come on. You guys are spending money on bullshit anyway. I know because I spend money on bullshit. I spent over $1,200 at Starbucks. Goddamn Howard Schultz. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> But to be able to invest and get the knowledge from people, especially people, pay attention to this, people that have skin in the game. Yes. Because I've noticed there's been a lot of uh, imposters.
2: Oh, everywhere. Yeah, every other <laughs> that way. have
1: been uh, popping up and they, they're they really good professors. They're really good uh, theorizers. They're like, well, we studied Andre Hatchet's course and Andre says you should do this. But have they actually rolled out a notary agency before? No. Have they actually been a notary? No. They just know how to theorize um, the actual process of the things. So, if you have a chance to, I mean, getting a coach is even better,
2: right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, shout out to California Notary Agency, uh, Renee. She's she's probably, she's my protege. Andre,
2: shout out Renee!
1: Shout out Renee! Um, she she's she's killing the game, bro. Mm. Um, I probably like cut off my coaching because of her. Like, I, I, I'm not even doing coaching anymore. Really I'm like, all right, I got a winner. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if it wasn't for your course, that I probably would have made at least two to three years of mistakes, trying to bump my head against the wall, trying to figure things out. Being pissed off, high anxiety, high stress level, spinning my wheels in the mud, trying to figure everything out. So um yeah, getting into a course and getting a coach is imperative.
2: And it's easier to quit when you don't have accountability. If you know you got something, a program that there's it's like if you have some live classes there, you know you have a community to to kind of kick you in the butt if you need to kick it in the butt. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's what people need. They, they, they need to know that Tuesday at seven o'clock someone's going to be there to tell them, even if it's the same thing they already learned before, they might need to hear it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when when you're doing when you're rolling out the the whole because I know you have you have a uh, class coming up, don't you?
2: Uh, we have a class tonight. Yeah, we have a class tonight.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got a class coming out tonight. Mm-hmm. So like, what what's that class about?
2: Uh, this is the sign-in stamp with confidence class. So, so this is where we go over uh, how to notarize the exact documents. Uh, I think we're going to do a loan closing packet tonight. Mm-hmm. So so for some people, they get the marketing, they get the advertising, they get the good logo, they get all that stuff, right, T? But they're nervous and they get hung up, where do I sign? <laughs> where do they stand? And they freeze because they say, that, I don't want to mess. I know you hear that. I don't want to mess up, and I'm saying, okay, I get you don't want to mess up, so let's go through this. And here's the thing: you can't get fired if you mess up. You might have to give a refund, you might have to do it over again, but no one's gonna fire you. Yeah. You got to get out there to make this thing happen. Hey, honey, you got to get out there to make this thing happen. You got to do it. Um, she is actually a newly commissioned notary. Hit your money gun, tiger, please. Yeah, heard.
0: Yes, I am. Thank you. And I am being held accountable by Andre, of course. Yes. The yes, opposite. I'm the perfectionist, so I'm yes. getting a good push.
1: So, what what would you uh, what advice would you give uh, Farley to um, new notaries that are jumping into the game right now and they're trying to figure things out for themselves?
2: You're on mute, honey.
0: I don't know if you're on mute on purpose. Oh, oh. Are you asking me? Yes.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, could you repeat the question, please?
1: Yeah, so uh what advice would you give to newbies? Because we get a lot of uh new notaries that are like, mm-hmm. Hey, I heard about this industry, and some of them are actually getting I guess, uh, shiny object syndrome, right? They're like, oh, it just seems like the the, the latest fad. It (laughs) looks like cool. It looks real cool. And Mm -hmm. I just want to jump into it. They have no clue what they're jumping into. What what kind of advice would you give to people that are looking into getting into this notary industry right now?
0: I would say, like Andre said, just start. Um, Don't worry about the information. I -hmm. remember the first thing I did was, pack up maybe five to seven notary history books for no reason so okay (laughs) but just start and work with a coach for your state and i'm with the i'm with the best so
1: indeed indeed i'm all right i'm all right so 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 far you already got your um your stamp and your commission and everything
0: i actually just got licensed a couple of days ago was it so i'm getting my stamp this week
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay, I I, I I'm gonna tap into the in inner workings of the notary business school. What is, if you can name one thing, that was, powerful that you heard Andre tell you about the notary industry, Ooh. what would that be? Ooh. What is it, your <laughs> Yo, interviewer?
2: By the way, what? is it about
1: me? No, filter, <laughs> baby. I don't have NBC and ABC telling me, hey, don't ask that shit. But, but, but. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest takeaway from what Andre have told you about the notary industry?
0: I guess I would say uh, what attracted me to was the freedom mm-hmm. in creating, I guess, your life. It's on your terms. Mm. Like right now, I'm actually working still. <laughs> hmm and I won the clock, and I just feel like I'm, I'm in a prison. So I'm looking at my a, What, what a feeling that is?
2: We're gonna free you, baby. We got you. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know. You know, Andre. The, the biggest. The biggest takeaway I've ever. I, there, there's a lot of takeaways I've gotten from you, brother. Um, but the biggest takeaway was when you made a video and I don't even think you ever repeated that. It was just one video that you literally said this and I actually put it in the Rise of the Smart Notary book. Stick you said,
2: gotta that.
1: do not think as a notary, think as a business owner. Oh, I did Kaboom. I
2: did not say
1: that. Bro, you dropped a missile in my brain. It was like, boom.
2: Your memory is stupid by the way. <laughs> I literally it was- probably said that once
1: once in all of your videos, you probably have a a hell of an archive. You said that once and it it changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. And from that very point, I was able to see the difference between notaries that seen seen the industry as a notary versus a person that sees it as a business owner. Bingo. And It it, it was amazing because And you guys that are on here Really take that into Consideration Look at this business as a business owner Not a notary Can you explain that a little bit
2: When people look at it as a notary They look at it as Generally speaking That they're going to stamp a document Which is cool Like That's one level Have somebody meet you, stamp a document Level two, you go meet somebody, charge a travel fee, let's call it 125 bucks, stamp a document. When you look at it as a business, you can have 10 calls come in in one hour, 10 notaries go out there, the client paid you 125, you're paying each notary 75 bucks, you're making $50 off of 10 appointments. That's a business, dude. Yeah. That's the fucking business. That's attainable, that's doable. Let's even say you do three, five of those jobs a day. Let's say you do five a week. How many people do you know would have a totally different life if they're just managing out the jobs, and they're middlemanning out five or ten jobs a week at $50 profit per job? Yeah. Most couples break up because of money, but the dollar amount is between 300, $400 and I believe $850 a month. Couples wouldn't break up. A lot of couples will not break up if they had an extra $800 a month coming in the house. That's crazy. Nuts. When I heard it, I was like, I knew it was money. I didn't know how much it was. Think of it like a business because it will keep you growing and it will keep you expanding your thought process of what you can do. You got the gear. You got the course. You got your signing agency. Um, you got a friggin' weekend workshop every other fucking weekend. Hit the money gun, Tiger. One of these fools. Hit the
0: money <laughs> you gun. You already
1: know, baby. <laughs> you already
0: know.
2: That's a businessman right there. That's a business. That's elevation. So don't don't think about it as just as just a notary. You have a license to freedom. Yeah, your notary license is your license to
1: freedom. You know, you did. De- um, I had a few people ask me, like, you know, um, like, what course would I recommend to do certain things, right? And I would always like say, like, you want to be a notary, you go to these guys over here. Mm-hmm. You want to be a notary entrepreneur, a you go to the notary business school. One. Because one thing, I, one approach that I've seen that you've taken that a lot of people do not do, even myself. Um, is that you completely show people the broad aspect of the notary. And like, you don't have to do power of attorney. Look, I got apostille over here. Which is good money. I have way. fingerprinting over here.
2: That's my favorite service. Yeah. Is it
1: fingerprinting? Oh, it's not even
2: close. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: I love oh. it. <laughs> favorite service.
1: And you know, I have Malik Ali on here, breaking That's it Lord. down. That's uh, my he- man. Uh, shout out to Malik Ali, North Carolina out there, killing it. you know breaking in 10, 10 grand, you know, $10,000, $12,000 a month doing fingerprinting. I didn't, when he broke it down to me, the type of clientele, I had no clue that it sick. was white-collar professionals doing it's this sick.
2: stuff. It's sick, dude. It's freaking sick. You That's
1: know, funny. and I'm like, because me, personally, I run far the fuck away from the real estate side of it.
2: I know you don't like
0: the cost. <laughs>
1: Holding on the house, good for you. <laughs> right? But I, I will farm it out because again, you taught me how to you know be the more, more of a notary agency, a business owner than anything else. So I will I will send I will farm that out in a heartbeat. But mm-hmm. the fingerprinting part, I was like, wow. So when he was breaking down all of the white-collar professionals that get at these doctors and you know, lawyers and all of these other
2: people. nurses, people get, who get their gun license. Uh, people need those fingerprints. And the cool thing about it is, he, is, a lot of companies need to fingerprint their employees, and they fingerprint like five, six, seven employees at one time. And here's something important. Um, your girl from California in the chat, she said that she loves closings. Mm-hmm. That's the great thing about this industry. You can pick your lane and rock out with just your lane and make 10 grand a month, five grand a month, four grand a month, 12 grand a month. You can just do loan closings and rock out. You can just do fingerprinting and rock out. You could do a little bit of everything and rock out. There are so many different avenues. So some people say to me, is it saturated? Or can I do this here? And I was like, dude, you don't even know. You you <laughs> you just got to pick your lane and just go all in on what you're doing.
1: You, you, see, you see what California notary said? 20 now- bears a month. Bro, this was
2: holy shit! Congrats,
1: Renee. Renee is a a unique breed. She is a unicorn. She seeked me out. Mm-hmm. She saw a video that we had did together, right? Mm-hmm. Which was I think like like three years ago, mm-hmm. and she was very adamant. She was like, "Hey, look, I want you to coach me on this." Mm-hmm. We, like, we still talk. And she helped me out so much on my end of the business. Like, it, it, now I'm, like, the student, and she's the coach on some shit, right? So that's a beautiful way. She, a beautiful like, like, like right it's right so now. dope. The relationship is so dope. Um, And her numbers just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing. And now she's, like, looking at buying real estate, bro. Ooh. Up,
2: Renee.
1: She's a gunner, man. An absolute rock star, man.
2: I love it. Shout out. So Renee, twenty bands a month.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: One hundred and forty-five orders a month. Twenty K. We just, we just got. (laughs) Congrats,
1: sis. That's that's because of you, brother. That's because of your ass, man.
2: Just honored to have a small role. You
1: see that? You see that? This is like Avatar and shit, man. (laughs) Like we all connected here.
2: And and this is another thing I get. T is about the competition thing. Her 20 grand a month is taken away from no one else's money. People don't realize how many people need notaries, fam. Oh, can I do this? Get away from limited thinking. Mm. That's the, the best thing you could do. Have focused thinking, but not limited thinking. To where you're growing and in incrementing and growing in stages, you could you could kill it so many different ways if you don't think too small. Now, don't think too big at first. Like, grow a little bit to get there. But there's money. It's serious money to make. You said it, I think, in one of our webinars, that this is a million-dollar industry. Billion. Billion Billion-dollar industry.
1: Billion-dollar industry, bro. Like,
2: there's money to make. It ain't going nowhere.
1: There's no shortage.
2: Zero. No shortage.
1: And, and while we're talking about that, we need to go into hot, we're going to tap into the Hot Hatchets Way podcast. Oh. We're, we're about to transition into the Hatchets Way podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where he talks about entrepreneurship on a level that I, I've never heard anybody else break it down the way you do, bro. So let's, let's go into that, man. So let me ask you this, man. What what do you see in the future for Entrepreneurship, um, the state of black America, um, everything that's going on right now, man. Like, I- I'd love to get your insight on that.
2: I'm gonna do a deep dive, uh, and Farley got it go. So, bye, honey. Thank you for coming. Uh, talk to you later. Love Shout you. out to you, Farley. Uh, say, say bye to Farley oh, if you can,
0: please. Familiar. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Residence oh, Notary. Nice. Boom! <laughs> 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 uh, um, Boom! The Hatch Way podcast, Entrepreneurship for the Black Community in general, I haven't seen a better time in the history of my 38 years mm-hmm. to be a Black entrepreneur, so mm. going back to Buy Black NYC, which was my first public uh, figure-ish business, per se, mm-hmm. One of the reasons we did it was to change the stigma of buying black. That was one reason we did that. I was like, okay, black business customer service sucks. All right, but but the Chinese store has bulletproof fucking glass, Monica. Like, what are we doing here? They got bulletproof glass there. Right. So we want to make it easy to buy black. We want to take away the excuses that you can't find that business to go to. We were going around to stores asking them were they black owned, adding them to, to the directory for free at first.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was going around with a cell phone doing the black business challenge. Like like this was a whole full fledged movement.
1: It and is, the, it and was. the
2: idea was to get the notions, of course we aren't perfect, but damn it, like, come on. Like, we ain't that bad. So to just make it as simple as possible. Take away from the, take away the excuses. And to get get us to work together more. Mm. So now, I got pushback from our people. A lot of our people, a lot of my friends. Okay. Oh, what if it was called by white and last year? what would you say? What was called the yellow pages? <laughs> so I got I got pushback from our people. See, mm-hmm. and and they didn't get it. We as a community do our best work usually when we are dealt with racism up front. Mm when cops go off and and pump some lead in us, that's when we come together more. Oh, now I'm going to boycott. We treat the Black business like we do the side woman or or the side guy.
1: Wow. You
2: call that guy you're dating uh, when you're mad at your boyfriend. You call that girl when your girl goes away on vacation. That's how we were treating Black businesses. So I just was trying to do just my small way to just change around the narrative so now here we are yo tech what up tech so now here we are 2021 buying from black is common buying from black is for a lot of us our first option and for a lot of industries our only option i i'm sure that tech has true detergent in the crib right now I'm sure we got a bottle or or two of that at the crib For anyone who doesn't know, uh, it's a bunch of uh, four Black entrepreneurs, all veterans, who have a a larger church called food insurance. I'm ecstatic. Um, I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that, that that's the first time that is not a, a trend for a lot of us. It's a way of life. Yeah. When we buy Black more, we're able to hire more. We're able to grow more. My girl, who was just here,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh she could quit her job. One, because she's learning this business. Two, because she would just work with me. Okay, that means something to me. Yeah, that's that's some real shit for me to see. So um, I'm thoroughly enjoying where we're at as a people T. I'm loving it. And and for me to see where it was just seven years ago, eight years ago to where we are now, I feel proud. I feel proud of our people.
1: You know, a lot of people don't know, man, you're pioneering a lot of behind the scenes shit. You know, you know how, you know how I know, bro, because I'll go check them out and I'll see like. Andre Hesh is behind this. Andre, I was like, "What the fuck is? God damn! <laughs> I love it because I you're you mean, you're yeah. giving you're giving so many young millennials a platform where they mm. they didn't even think was available to them, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And they're they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't have to be on the corner. I don't have to play sports to be successful. I can actually talk about something with substance, um, deliver content, deliver products and have nothing to do with drugs or sports. We remember when we were growing up, like it was sports, drugs and entertainment,
2: right? It, it was the cool things, like that's where the money was at.
1: And now it's like, we can talk about stocks. We could talk about buying real estate, which you have the, the black notary, uh, I'm sorry, the black real estate, real estate school. Yeah. school um you're you're bringing on different entrepreneurs you have your podcast now you're doing in-person podcasts which is freaking yeah. amazing you know even yeah. during this whole pandemic where people a lot a lot of people were scared of doing those things you have the the hatchet sway podcast like you guys follow him man Bree put up a couple of posts up there Bree is my, my my go-to my executive assistant put some 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 links up there for them to follow Andre Hatchet, Instagram, everything, you know, like because this guy... Does she like, do
2: your fly ass flyers that you've been? Yeah, up? yeah. She she bring Yo, you cold with the flyers. <laughs> you cold.
1: <laughs> she's the one that created the whole Time magazine flyer and everything. You I know, and we're 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 big fans of what you do. Like we always talk about like Andre is just doing. So let's make sure that we give him the proper light and, and and everything because we just you're you're our inspiration on this end. You know I what I mean?
2: Yes, um,
1: So let's go into like you guys could start doing some Q and A if you guys want to go on live with Andre Hatchet. Yeah,
2: that is you Come know just, in.
1: just uh, type in, I want to go live or and I'll do some. Uh, what's that guy's name, man? That relationship doctor. Or oh, a relationship guy, uh, Samuels, Kevin, Kevin Samuels.
2: <laughs> I know him, you know? <laughs> know. Do you really? I know him personally. I met Farley in his Facebook group.
1: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that dude is... Lit. He, he has no filter whatsoever. Zero
2: filter. You know the thing about him? Uh, people have a <laughs> Uh, have a um have a view of him that's not positive. He's a cool ass dude. Yeah. He's, he's cool as hell. I and mean, he's really funny.
1: He's yeah, just... I, I I love it, man. I love it. I actually did a parody on my Facebook live. I called the Tiger Samuels and shit. Oh I guess. I basically told people why they, you know, how 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 to pick a stripper for your side chick and how to do it correctly. I was fucking around though, you know. What I mean? <laughs> okay, so we got Alexis. Alexis wants to go live. All right, Alexis, uh, I'm asking you to unmute. You are live and on the air with Kevin Samuels.
2: <laughs> Alexis, what up?
0: hi, how are you? Hi, Andre, nice to meet you.
2: Good to meet you as well, Alexis. How you feeling?
0: Um